Welcome to the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. Are you over 40 and tired of struggling with your weight? Do you feel like you're constantly starting over with your nutrition and fitness? I'm Lil, a certified nutrition coach and former registered nurse, and I too have been there. At the age of 44, I decided I was done with being stuck in the vicious diet cycle. I became a nutrition coach and created the Feel Your Best formula for women who are ready to do things differently. If you're ready to build a better relationship with food, get your energy back, build muscle, lose fat, and keep it off for good, then you're in the right place. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's build your formula for feeling your best. Hey, good morning, and thanks for tuning in to episode 11. Today, we are talking about what just might be the missing link for you reaching your goals and really creating consistency with your healthy habits. Today, we're talking about self-accountability. And as I'm recording this, January is already over, you guys. You're going to be listening to this and February is in two days. Can you believe it? I really want to remind everyone listening that you can get started on new healthy habits any month of the year, any day of the week, any time that you choose. So even if January has kind of slipped by and you feel like you wanted to do more but didn't quite get there, then there's no better time to start than now. And I hope that the information you get here in today's episode can really help you move forward and take those next steps. We're going to dive a bit deeper into self-accountability and how it is often the missing link when it comes to creating that consistency that you crave. I hope that as you listen to this episode, you have a few light bulb moments and you leave this episode and you're ready to take some next steps. I've definitely mentioned the importance of self-accountability in previous episodes, but we haven't really taken a closer look at how you can actually become someone who operates from a place of sound self-accountability. I'll be going over five ways you can start to hold yourself more accountable, and I hope that you walk away from this episode thinking about accountability a little bit differently than before you listen to this, and hopefully my tips can really help you level up. Okay, first off, what is self-accountability? Well, it's exactly that, holding yourself responsible. In the health and wellness space, we hear the word accountability a lot. Accountability coaching, accountability groups, accountability apps. The word accountability is thrown around pretty much any time you start talking about how you're going to be effective in those new healthy habits that you're creating, whether it's at the gym an online program, working with a coach, whatever it is, this is the secret to getting results above and beyond just the food and the fitness that you're working on. So most of the time people are going to be offering to hold you accountable, whether you join the gym or 
an online group or you hire a coach, they're going to tell you part of what you're getting with this package is accountability. And I know this because it was a huge part of what I offered in my online fitness and nutrition groups for years. I learned very quickly that it was one of the top things people were looking for when choosing a fitness or nutrition program. And it was what they really wanted within that community. They wanted to experience accountability. They would often say, I really need someone to hold me accountable. And that is a common phrase I would see when people filled out the intake forms for my boot camps. And I've offered accountability coaching through small group coaching, one-to-one coaching, and various combinations of Zoom calls, message threads, Facebook groups. There is a ton of different ways you can have external accountability, meaning you're checking in with someone else and hoping that by reporting to someone else that will that will be helpful in keeping you on track towards the results that you want. Let's go over a few problems with external accountability. One is one more thing to add to your to-do list. It takes time, energy, attention. And if you have a lot on your plate, it may just add more stress to your life rather than streamlining those healthy habits that you are there to change, that you are there to make change on. Number two, worrying about judgment, comparison. You are going to be maybe in a group with other people. And we've all been there where we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person here that is not doing the right thing, or I'm not getting the results that everybody is getting. And that may make us feel like we have to be dishonest or making us feel shameful that there's something wrong with us. And it's just not a good feeling. Number three, if you're relying on someone else, it's an easy way to self-sabotage, look for loopholes, make excuses, etc. You know, if you sign up for a nutrition program or a fitness boot camp or something with a friend or a family member, and then all of a sudden they can't go, are you going to let that be your excuse for not sticking with that original plan? Or are you going to be like, oh, they're not doing it, so I'm not going to do it either. It can make for really easy forms of self-sabotage if you're relying on someone else. Now, number four, is this happens when someone is using the community and the relationships within that accountability community more for internal reward. They want to be part of that community. There, I would see all the time, you know, there would be someone that was commenting in my Facebook group all day long, but they actually weren't doing the things that they came there to do. They really enjoyed connecting with other people in the group, but internally they really struggled with actually doing the workouts or following the nutrition plan. And they really enjoyed that more social aspect of being part of the group, but they weren't really doing the hard work that they needed to do internally. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't participate in external accountability as you're working on new healthy habits, but 
it can be something that you really need to be mindful of how you're using it and what you're expecting from it. It can be awesome to be in a community with like-minded people. It's especially important if you don't feel supported or that other people that are close to you in your home or your close friends are on the same track as you, that they care is so much about those healthy habits for themselves. And surrounding yourself with like-minded people is so important in, you know, keeping things going for yourself and sharing ideas. And it's very motivating. So I definitely am not discounting external accountability. What I'm saying is that it can be an extra layer of accountability for you and it can be really fun, but it must be combined with self-accountability. Why is that? Because when you take 100% responsibility for yourself, you're empowering yourself. And I know that can be scary for people. It's kind of like, yeah, um, I'm, I'm the problem, but I'm also the solution. How cool is that? So remember, you are the person that has to live in your body today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. And why should anyone else care more than you or be more responsible than you to take care of it? So here's my five ideas for becoming a more self-accountable person and how you can maybe make this a little easier on yourself. So number one, educate yourself instead of relying on the latest fads or whatever it is that the diet industry is deciding is the flavor of the month. And instead, go and look for tried and true methods of living healthy. We all know what that is. It is no secret that more fruits, more vegetables, lean proteins, getting more movement in your day, that's the secret. And really everything else is just people trying to convince you that they have an easier way or a hack or somehow a secret formula for success. The reality is it's really not that complicated. So educate yourself and learn about maybe tracking macros or how to fill your plate in a way that includes more nourishing, nutrient-dense foods. Learn ways of moving your body that is enjoyable that you can stick with and focus on that instead of looking for whatever the fly-by-night, you know, keto or intermittent fasting, I'm already seeing that those diets are starting to fade out of sight, kind of the same way that Atkins did years ago. And instead of looking for things like that, really look for the tried and true solid ways that make sense. And if you are following people on Instagram who are telling you silly things that you know, are not science-based or evidence-backed, and you want to look for some new people to follow, then go ahead and head over to my Instagram and you can see who I follow. I really only follow people who have sensible, realistic ways of sharing how to live healthier. I don't follow anyone that promotes fad diets or anything kooky like that. Um, knowledge is power. And when you're following sensible plans, it's much easier to hold yourself accountable. It's really hard to hold yourself accountable if you're starving yourself and eating a thousand calories a day and you're so miserable. You are going to find that really hard to stick to and you're not going to want to hold yourself accountable to it. That's where you're going to look for that external accountability. So 
if you're following a restrictive extreme plan like that, are you going to get quick results? Oh yeah. If you are really restricting your calories and doing something that is causing an extreme calorie deficit, you are going to lose weight, but is it going to be sustainable? Probably not. So a slower, more sustainable plan is going to be more enjoyable and something that you can hold yourself accountable to. Number two, get 100% honest with yourself where you are right now, where you want to go, and what you're willing to do to get there. Clarity can take time as you're educating yourself and learning more about nutrition and the fitness that you find enjoyable. Um, you might change your mind and you might decide, hey, maybe I want to work on building muscle instead of losing weight. And once you think about what you want, you're going to get more and more clear about what those goals are. So give yourself time. Don't feel like you have to have it all figured out. Don't think you're going to sit down one Sunday afternoon and then have it all figured out. And that's the solution for you. Be honest about where you are. Be clear about where you want to go, but have some flexibility in there so that you can change direction as you learn things that work for you or don't work for you. You can add on new things, let go of old things, and just have that flexibility so that you're constantly building towards a better feel your best formula for yourself. Um, number three, use a tracker for consistency. And this a tracker also really helps you measure your progress. It can be so powerful. Just a few examples of the things that I track on a daily basis are number one, I track my food in the Lose It app and I track my calories. I track my protein and I track my fiber. I also weigh myself daily. I use the Happy Scale app, which I really like because it gives you a running average. And since I'm not trying to lose weight, I just try to make sure that I'm staying within that average. And number three, I track workouts in my planner so that I can just look back and get excited for how far I've come, especially now that I'm really working towards getting my strength back after having my broken ankle and being sidelined for a few months. So it's really exciting to see those workouts get crossed off my planner each day. And I also track specifically the weights that I'm lifting during my strength training workouts. I use an app called Strong, and it's really cool because it just saves what your previous weight was the last time you lifted. So if you're doing bicep curls and you're using eight pounds and then you go in and say, oh, I used eight pounds last time. Let me see if I can challenge myself and use 10 pounds today. It's just really easy to use. And I find it a lot more simple than pen and paper. Um, number four, this is one you might get mad at me for, but do not reward yourself. Let the journey be your reward. If you're thinking of buying yourself a new designer purse or a pair of shoes, you know, for sticking to a 21 day program. I mean, that's fine. But what I think is really enjoyable and what I personally do is I just keep going. I don't ever see it as an end date and let the process, let the results be your reward. Chances are you're naturally going to need to reward yourself with things like new gym equipment if you're working out at home, new workout clothes, new sneakers, um, things that you can use to make and continue to 
you know, be this person that you're trying to be and treat yourself with things that are all in alignment with that healthy lifestyle, with this new version of you. Because if you're making change, you probably don't have those items. You probably don't have maybe a nice pair of hiking boots or certain, you know, workout clothes or things like that. So reward yourself with things that are going to help keep you moving in that right direction. Okay. And number five, make the decision that you are in 100% control of your outcome. Now I understand that we all have external obligations and things in our life. You know, you have kids, you have to take care of your kids. That is not optional, but look at the different parts of your life and where you can take control because that's going to allow you to hold yourself more accountable. I've mentioned it before, but when I switched from working out at a gym to working out at home, it just was so powerful because I could control so many more aspects of that process of getting my workout in. And I no longer had these obstacles that were created by other people. So if there's a snow day, if there's a timing issue where something happened with one of my kids and I couldn't get to my class in time, then I wouldn't be able to go to the class. Everything is so much easier by working out at home because I'm 100% in control of making that happen. Planning your meals versus winging it every day. Can you take control by starting to meal plan, starting to meal prep a little, ingredient prep, listen to my previous episode on meal prep versus ingredient prep and ask yourself how you can start controlling the nutrition in your life a little bit better. Anytime you start feeling a victim of your circumstances, that's a chance to just ask yourself, where can I find the power? Where can I find my power in the situation? And just turn things around. And I know from personal experience, sometimes just life is happening to us and we have to keep putting out fires and we have to keep taking care of other people. We just don't have a choice. But I promise you a time will come where you know you just need to start taking that one small step in the right direction. And Once you start taking that small step, it can build and build and build until you just feel so confident about all of these other pieces of your formula for feeling your best. Okay, let me review one more time the five ways that you can start holding yourself more self-accountable. Number one, educate yourself and learn. Do not be at the whim of people who are promoting fad diets and feeding you information. Go out there and get that information on your own and empower yourself with knowledge. Number two, get clarity on what you really want and what your plan is to get there. Be firm in your goals, but flexible in your approach. Uh, number three, use trackers to track your progress and make sure that you're having that consistency, but also see how far you have come. And Number four, stop rewarding yourself with things that don't really matter. Instead, focus on rewarding yourself by finding an enjoyable process to creating those healthy habits that work really well for you, that are streamlined in your life. And the reward is going to be enjoying your day-to-day life, enjoying those healthy habits and the results that they bring into your life. And number five, make the decision that you are in control. You are the only one that 
ultimately can hold yourself accountable. You can lie to your coach. You can lie to people in your gym or whatever, you know, wherever you're finding that accountability. You can even lie to yourself, but at the end of the day, you know what's really going on and you're the one that is going to have to live with the consequences of your choices. So realize that you do have power and you can make change. I know it can be hard, but even just taking one small step can really lead you to really amazing places. So believe me, it took me some time to realize that self-accountability, personal ownership was the key to success. But anyone who has built sustainable, healthy habits will tell you it just becomes that much easier when you do take responsibility for yourself. So that's it for this week's episode. Tune in next week for another great discussion. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. If you enjoyed the information and discussion we had here today, then make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you're serious about making changes with your nutrition and fitness, then you definitely want to join my weekly newsletter list as well. You can find the link below and more information in the episode details. That's all for today, and we will see you back here next week for a new episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast.